0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right It's a Bible oh, the Bible has the answers With Pastor Aaron B. Williams Coming to you live every Wednesday at 7pm and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107 Pastor Williams believes If you have a question The Bible has the answers Join us Wednesday on the show Or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church In Columbia, South Carolina Where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at imjesusholyghostchurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.
2: Well, the Bible is right, the Bible is right, the Bible is right, and you know it's it pays to serve God. It pays to serve God. I just got some wonderful news i can't I can't say what the one it's not about me. it's about a friend of mine and um, i'm just I'm just so blessed 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 by the things that God has done for her and I'm so excited for her and and uh, elated. And I say again, it pays to serve God. Amen. It paid. I've said this many, many years. When you're doing the right thing, right at that moment, it may seem hard or inconvenient because other people around you are taking shortcuts. And you can see how it would benefit to you to take the shortcut. But instead, you do the right thing. You do the way it's supposed to be. You do what's supposed to be. And at the time that you're doing it, it don't seem like you're making headway. But down the road, down the road, payday comes, and God blesses you. He starts blessing you. And boy, 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 do you realize that it pays to serve God. It pays to do the right thing. It pays to do the right thing. I I remember when I was trying to get a house in Durham, North Carolina, and I went to the mortgage people to to check it out, and they called me up to the office a couple of weeks later. They said, we have checked you out, out, out. They said, you are squeaky clean. We checked everything we could think of, and we can't find nothing wrong. And so we're going to give you that mortgage that you want. And in the back of my mind, I thought, it finally pays. Doing right finally came through. It finally mattered. It finally made the difference. It finally brought the blessing. Amen? Now, all them times when I was doing right, it it didn't seem so wonderful because it was work. And sometimes it was extra work. Amen? Oh, but when payday came, and I got a nice house, too. It was across the street from this gigantic heel right down from the university. Man, it was nice. It was real nice. It pays to serve God. I'm telling you, the Bible is right. It pays to serve God. I'm, I am I know what I'm talking about. Uh, we're in Proverbs 23, and we've come down to the 15th verse. And Proverbs 23, 15 in the King James Bible, the Protestant version. And you may you may be saying to yourself, Pastor, why do you say the Protestant version? Because, beloved, uh there is a drift in Christendom where some people, some groups, some denominations, some churches are starting to use the Catholic Bible. And the Catholic Bible contains what they say are the lost books of the Bible. The the, the what they call them the lost books of the Bible. And uh, me and my wife had to laugh because I said, if they were lost, how come they're in their Bible? They can't be lost if they got them. But um, they're they're going they're including the apocryphy and now they start quoting. Uh, um, they start quoting uh, Maccabees 1, 2 books that you may not have never heard of. Now, they're Christians, and they're saved. They love Jesus, and they've asked him to save them. Everything is the same, just like us. The only difference is they include those six books that when the King James canon was being canonized, the 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 ones the brothers that did it that were led of the holy ghost those six books weren't included because they didn't stand up to a rigorous test and so they weren't included at that time there was mounds and mounds and mounds of spiritual writings all kinds of people had written spiritual things and what to include and what not to include they had to depend on the Holy Ghost leading and evidence and, and all kinds of, of strict standards. And those six books didn't come up to those standards. And so they didn't uh, include them in the King James Bible. And so, and the Protestants, we have held to the King James down through the centuries, we've held to the King James Bible. And I found one, uh, oh, I guess now, maybe 30 years ago, I did a real extensive study on different Bibles and different translations and texts and codexes and all kinds of things because I was concerned about was the King James, what, 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 which, which version was closest to the, I'm going to use this word and then I'm going to come back, the original. Which version was closest to the original, and I've and I've I found, and also other other people who are scholars. I'm not a scholar, but scholars have found that King James comes closest to the originals, even when they find more bits and pieces when they did when they translate them and decipher them. Ninety nine times out of a hundred, it comes out the exact same way that it's written in our King James it's astonishing how after hundreds of years this little book it's the same the dead sea scrolls beloved they're not scrolls they're not scrolls they're bits and pieces of a text that they put together and they call them the dead sea scrolls but they're not scrolls and remember when i was making when i was talking about the original the king james is closest to the originals beloved there is no original there is no original there's 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 several different texts and from those texts the founding fathers uh from those texts and the leading of of the holy ghost and very vigorous standards they pulled all of that together to form the bible as we know it First, the Old Testament that was written in Greek. Uh, I'm sorry, in Hebrew, excuse me. It was written in Hebrew, and then the New Testament written in Greek, okay? There is no original meaning. What I mean by that is when I say original, I mean you take the book of Genesis, okay? Just take one book, the book of Genesis. There is no there is no manuscript book whatever you want to call it where it's proven that that was Moses' hand that when he wrote in Hebrew he wrote it was Moses and you can you can somehow know that mo this was his original writing no from his writings and from manuscripts and other things they 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 formulated and canonize this Bible, okay? If they could find any book in this Bible in the hand of the original person, I'm talking about the original paper where he sat down, and with a and with a, a, a quill or however he wrote it, and he wrote it in his own hand, that would be priceless. That would be priceless. There wouldn't be enough money on the planet to buy it, okay? What we have is what was pulled together and canonized, beloved. And down through history, we've found bits and pieces, and it and it's the exact duplicate. When we look at it and we compare it to the King James, it's word for word. It's amazing how accurate the King James is. That's why I like to stay with the King James. And the new King James, what they did with that was they said, well, we want to put it in contemporary we want to put it in contemporary English. We don't want the this is and the thous. So we're going to go in and we're going to take out the this is and the thous. And that's what they did. And they came up with the new King James version. Okay. And oh, I could really get into it now because there's the Queen James version now. The gay people decided they didn't want to use pronouns, him, her. Miss, uh, misses, and so they wrote a version taking out any of the pronouns because they did they don't they didn't want it to be pronoun specific. Isn't it interesting? Why am I teaching on the Bible tonight? Uh, anyway, um, you'll find, and, and to make a long story short, because we got to get the word. after after m- much study, much study. I would wreck I recommend the King James version to you. In fact, beloved, it's so important. I recommend it so highly that it does and by the way, it doesn't mean that I don't read other versions. I don't cons- consult other versions, but the King James is primary to me. And there is a version and I'm not going to mention that- which one it is that counselors christian counselors when people come in troubled one of the first things they ask them is what version of the bible are you reading and invariably they're reading that version and that version something's wrong with it so much so that it's troubling the saints it's troubling the saints and why is that because they were very diligent to take out any references of the blood of Jesus, they were very diligent. There was many, many things. They they took the power out. They eliminated all those scriptures. And when saints would read that version, invariably they'd be disturbed in their spirit. Amen. It's very important what your primary source is listen to pastor because i didn't i'm not saying do not read other versions i do i refer to them from time to time amen but my primary the primary book that i read is the king james version jesus said you'll know a tree by its roots when i read in the king james version it settles my soul it peace comes on me you read this word it gives you so much peace. You start reading the word, you fall asleep reading the word. Amen. Glory to God. In fact, that's a good That's a good uh, thing for you, good wisdom for you. If you can't get to sleep, get out your Bible and start reading your Bible in bed. Lay down, turn the light on, start reading in bed. And as you read the Bible, after a while you'll fall asleep because it, it can give you so much peace. It can bring so much peace that there's something very supernatural and alive about this version of the Bible. And so that's why I say from time to time, the Protestant Bible, that there's the Catholic Douay Bible. And if you know, well, I've only got about two minutes before the break, so I might as well keep on for two minutes and then get in the word the next segment and i and Pastor wants to tell you something here, Jesus in the twenty fourth chapter of Matthew talked about oh now i'm gonna i'm gonna this is Aaron Williams version, Pastor Williams version. We're having fun right now, and it's wonderful to be a Christian, but at some point in time in the future, persecution shall come upon us, and what should that persecution be? Listen to Pastor Williams when the ant- when the false prophet comes there's going to be an antichrist and then there's going to be a false prophet the pro- the false prophet at that time is going to be the pope he's going to be a catholic and guess what he is going to command he's not going to command his people to read the protestant bible he's going to have them read if they well they don't read the bible the the, the uh, Catholics they read what they call missives um, and other things that the church wants them to read, but they don't they don't read the Bible because they say it's not the final authority in their life. The Pope is the final authority in their life. They don't want their people. They don't want them the, the final authority to be the Bible, and so. They don't read their Bible, their version, their manuscript, you, and you know they're not going to read Protestant Bible, the King James. Why do I say all this? Because persecution someday is going to come down the road, down the road. The demographics of this country is changing. People think that this war that's going on and what's happening has to do with migrants coming across the border. They do not understand what this is about. Spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle. It's going to be light against darkness. It's going to be, as it has been for hundreds of years, Catholics against Protestants. Oh, Pastor, what are you saying? Now you're talking about war. There's going to be war. I'm up against the commercial. Hold on. Hold on just a minute. Hold on.
1: Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at number 2com Visit us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram too. Just search J. rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes, renovation of kitchens and bathrooms, installs all types. That's John Robinson TileTheNumber2.com.
2: I do want to sum up what I'm saying Because I did want to get into the word Maybe I'll have to hold it the next week But what I'm saying beloved Open up your eyes We are spiritual people We are children of the king We are children of light The world can be blinded and not know What's going on But we're children of light We know what's going on beloved Was this not a protestant country Was this not a protestant country Is the demographics of this country changing? How? Because another religion is coming into this country by the hundreds of thousands. And it wasn't enough that it was in a concentration in Florida, in California, on the East Coast. Now all over the country on buses on cars on trains all over this country they're traveling and before you know it this country is going to be a catholic country open up your eyes beloved open up your eyes don't you know what the media says it's about but the enemy always puts up a distraction so people can't see what's going on But you're a child of light. You have the Protestant Bible. But the day will come because there will be persecutions. There will be persecution. You won't have the big churches up, 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 standing up. I know what I'm talking about. When I lived in Texas, I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you. People would knock on the door. Because they were fleeing persecution. Because once that group gets control of a neighborhood, that whole neighborhood has to be Catholic. They demand it. I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell. You. If I wasn't, if it was face to face, I could tell you some things I know. I'm asking you to open up your eyes. When I introduce the program, and I tell you, I'm reading it out of the Protestant. King James Version. That means something. That means something. You got the Bible right now. You got the Bible right now. You're free to come and go. You're free to go to your churches and enjoy yourself, enjoy the Lord. But if you know anything about secular history or religious history, that was not always so. Christians were hunted down. Oh, I don't know. America, America. They don't teach anything in school. So how does people supposed to know? Anyway, I didn't mean to go off. I really didn't mean to go off on that tangent. But when I say I'm reading from the Protestant Bible, and it's a privilege to have a Bible, and it's a privilege to be able to read it and enjoy it, beloved, if you only knew what you had in your hand and how many people were burned at the stake because they believed in this Protestant Bible. Most people don't even know what Protestant means. If you were to ask them, uh, are you saved? Yes. Are you a Protestant? What's that? Oh, you you don't know. You don't know what that is. I heard one minister say, I'm not a Protestant because I'm not protesting anything. And I, I just scratched my head. Poor man. He doesn't know his church history. He doesn't know a secular history. They don't teach it. Anyway, how did I get off on that? Anyway, we're privileged. God has given us this night while we still can. We can gather around and read from this precious, precious book. And we're in Proverbs twenty-three fifteen. I don't know how much of it we're going to get to tonight, but we're going to get to it. Proverbs twenty-three fifteen. King James Version says, My son, if thy heart be wise, my heart shall rejoice, even mine, even mine. God is speaking, and God is speaking to his sons. He's he's speaking to you, his son, his daughter, and he says that he shall rejoice. He rejoices when your heart through gaining the, the wisdom and the knowledge of God's word, you come into wisdom. Amen. And he says that when your heart will finally become wise, that he shall rejoice. Now, don't we want our heavenly father to rejoice as sweet and kind as he is? Amen. God wants you to be wise in all your ways. God wants you to be wise in all your ways. Go to Proverbs 3.31. Maybe we'll, we'll keep going next week with it. Proverbs 3.31. Proverbs 3.31 says, Envy not the oppressor and choose none of his ways. And choose none of his ways. Do not, beloved, the Bible teaches us. We're to walk in wisdom. And we're not to choose the ways of the world. Amen. We're to walk in integrity and uprightness and honesty. I was someplace. Where was this? Ooh, it escapes me for a moment what it was. But I was making some transaction. And a child of God, the transaction was off just a tiny, tiny bit. And they said, no, 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 no. This is the correct change. This is the correct amount. I was so pleased with them. Amen? What were they doing? They were striving to do the right thing. They they didn't choose the ways of the world. The God's word says to choose none of the ways of the world. God says, glory to God, that in Psalm 1, 6, let's look at Psalms. Psalms 1, verse 6. Psalms 1 verse 6 says, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. He knows our way. He knows the way we take. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. God says the way of the ungodly shall perish. Because God wants us to walk in his ways. He wants us to be wise so that he can rejoice over us. Amen? Glory to God. And where are these wise ways found? God's ways are found in the Bible. Amen? They're found in the Bible. Let's go back to the book of Proverbs. The book of Proverbs, let's go to 2.13. 2.13 says, well, let's go to 2.10. And read down to 2.13. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, standing shall keep thee. Now we're going to the 13th verse, but this 11th verse is power-packed. Look what this says. You know there's a lot of people. They want to be preserved. And they want to do the right thing, make the right decision, and be preserved and kept. Amen? And look at this. When you get into God's word and wisdom enters into your soul from God's word, it says, discretion shall preserve thee, and understanding shall keep thee. What that mean? understanding shall keep? I'll give you a quick example of understanding, keeping thee. You look at the very first lesson, the very first lesson in the Bible, Adam and Eve. And what's, what's one of the great lessons? Oh, there's so many. There is so many lessons that you learn. But one of the greatest lessons is that sin will take you down. Adam and Eve sinned. And they lost their place in God. And they were put out of the garden. And they were blocked forever at having access to the tree of life until Jesus would go to the cross and go down and preach to the righteous dead. But that's another thing. They lost out. They went down because uh, they sinned. And so what's one of the greatest understandings you can get? that sin takes you down. Sin takes you down. Now look at that quick understanding. We got that quick understanding that quick. But look how powerful that is. Because if you know that sin takes you down, then you make a conscious effort not to sin against God. You make a conscious effort not to do it. You go through that red light, See, when you was in the world, you just go through the red light and go through the red light. But now that you got understanding from God's word, it says, this verse says, understanding shall keep thee. Shall keep thee from what? From being destroyed. Sin takes you down. See, the world, you know there's over 2 million people in jails and prisons in the United States of America. What did they do? A whole bunch of them. Not every single one. There's some innocent people in there. I was in jail ministry for 20 years. I know. I know. Listen, I know there's some innocent people in there. One time I went up, guy told me, he said, I'm innocent. They got my name wrong. They got my name spelled wrong. They got me up here. I went down to the control room, told the control guard. He looked it up. He said, oh, yeah, that is right. We do got the name spelled wrong. I said, well, the guy's innocent. Let him out. The guard said, nah, we'll keep them in. We'll think of some charge. We'll keep him in. And I thought, how unrighteous, how terrible. They know that there's administrative mix-up, but they're going to keep the man in the cell anyway. Amen? So I know I was there. You can't tell me I was there. I'm not speaking a, 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 hab- a hearsay. So Not every single person in that Jails in prison is guilty Some people They're they, they, they accused of the stuff Okay But the vast majority They did do something wrong But they can't figure out Why they're in prison They can't figure it out I can tell you why they why they're there Because they had No understanding If they had just the basic understanding What I did The sin that I did Cause me to be caught. Cause me to go down. Cause me to fail. Cause me to end up on the bottom instead of the top. See God's way. The, 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 here it is in the Bible. It says, understanding shall keep thee. When you have understanding, you don't fall into the traps of other people because you understand. And so you go around stuff. They don't understand. They try to go through it, and they get caught in snares, booby traps. All kinds of terrible things happen to them. Why did they do that? Because they want to destroy themselves? No, they don't have no understanding. Amen? Understanding didn't keep them because they had no understanding. Amen? But you got understanding, beloved. You got it. Well, beloved, it's 7.30, time goes by just like that. Didn't get into my into the, into the word, so we'll just take it up next week, okay? We'll cover some of this ground next week. Jesus loves you. If you're not saved, if you're not saved, you need to ask Jesus to save you. In this time, this is a critical time. We're ready for a reset, and one day I'll tell you what that reset is. I'll tell you, you hear so much about reset, 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 what that means. One day, if I got the time, I'll tell you what that really means. But until then, pastor's telling you, this is a critical time to save you. Ask Jesus to save you. I'm out of time. Got to go. God bless you. The Bible has the answers. Bye-bye now.
1: I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m., Never Had It So Good Gospel 107 Pastor Williams believes If you have a question the Bible Has the answers Join us Wednesday on the show Or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church In Columbia, South Carolina Where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7pm Sabbath Friday service at 7pm And Saturday Sabbath day service At 12 noon Our motto is It pays to serve God Hit us up At IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams Live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107 Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.